Right to Bryden is recorded live in front of a YouTube audience. Speaking of, I really should be the first people you, you turn to. Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first. We'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous. Justice Department expanding its internal investigation into the FBI's Russia probe. The Parkside investigators were first to report that daycare fraud was on the rise here in Minnesota. Today is May 23rd. And you're listening to Rex Bryden. You're listening to America's Journalist. All right. Hey, guys, I am excited to be here. Perhaps you're joining us uh, from the OIWD studios live on this Wednesday evening, or you're one of the commuters getting the show Monday morning, and we are just happy as a clam to be in your ears on your Thursday morning commute. Uh, we are America's journalists, right back where we should be. And uh, with me, as per the use, it's Spicky. What's going on, Spickmeister General? Uh, not a whole lot. Just got done eating dinner. Uh, haven't had much time to play on Twitter. Sorry to disappoint some of you for my recent antics, which uh, we are going to make journalists afraid again. That is that is going to happen. We're going to hit them where it hurts. Uh them, their families, they're all getting doxxed. Their fucking followers who they're sitting there saying, Good, I'm glad he's dead. Uh, we need more dead Nazis. Guess what? I'm coming for you, motherfuckers, too. <laughs> Hashtag dox journalists. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to say that, uh, you know, that's that's going swimmingly. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm real proud of everybody out there, uh, keeping it nice, keeping it legal, keeping it peaceful, and uh, just being citizen journalists themselves because that's what journalism is, guys. That's what journalism <laughs> is, yeah, doxing just, people, I guess. That's it. That's it. I, I make like 800k a year doing this, so uh, it, mm. it's a really, it's a really, uh, really good paying job to uh, to be a journalist, and by journalist, I mean, uh, only dox people and make really shitty fucking memes. Yeah, really and I want to remind, I want to remind everybody of my uh, deep and rich uh, Jewish ancestry. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's. <laughs> I, I actually, I'm a, I'm a third generation uh, survivor, you know. So, uh, that, <laughs> I've been to therapy for it. Yeah, and uh, apparently I'm a vet. So uh, this is just, this is just fucking great. This whole podcast is a trap. <laughs> oh man, what the fuck, dude? It's uh, why are people so fucking dumb? That's what I want to know. I want to know about these clowns who like spend their whole life. Like, uh, who's that one? Uh, who's that one account? I've got it. I, it's on the block list. Everybody should be on the block list. Uh, but it's, uh, it's that one account that's like harassment, abuse, terrorism, and like block and report Nazi when it's, it's happened to all of us. I just can't remember yeah. the, uh, the name of it. It's, it's just like one of those fucking retards. I, how like, I've never, I had never heard of this person, but they've obviously heard of us. Um, what a weird way to spend your time. You know, like it's, uh, I, I guess, you know, they're doing the same thing. They're, they're going after us hard hitting journalists over here. We are, 
we are just top-notch journalism. I, I, I just, I don't know. Who is dedicated to, I mean, like, what? holy, for fuck's sake, what about that, like, uh, anti-racism dog? Like, that, that 250,000 follower account that just says woof, woof, woof to things that it dislikes. Like, I think I waste a lot of time on Twitter, Spicky, but that's, that's next level. I mean, like, fuck. <laughs> Dude, that uh, that account blocked me because <laughs> really? yes, it ironically it blocked me right after uh, yes, your racist blocked me. Logan James Smith's real account blocked me, and then immediately after that, that stupid fucking dog blocked me. So uh, I hit the trifecta of the Logan James Smith accounts. <laughs> is what I did. The uh, the the anti racist dog um, that you know said Ben Shapiro's a racist and that's like their pinned tweet is like Ben Shapiro said something and they're like oh woof woof woof, uh, they have an account called like uh, you know owners of of anti racist dog, and it actually says there's the two dads of anti racist anti racism dog and it's like well yeah I mean don't get, you know color me fucking surprised there so like this is this is this is two gay gentlemen. I assume in one of the coastal cities who were, you know, high as fuck on nitrous or, or whatever, you know, and decided we need to make an account of our dog who hates racism. And the other one said, that's a really good idea, Tom. Uh, that was, uh, that was some good old sound effects there of, uh, fellatio. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't get these accounts. Like, I don't understand a lot of novelty accounts in general, right? Uh, but this is just an odd novelty account. And it's it's not even like, I don't, it's not like doing like the Yes, You're Racist, like coordinating with HuffPo and, and doxing people or anything like that. It's just sending woof, woof, woof to things that it dislikes. And it has 250 some odd thousand followers. Uh I would imagine, Spicky, actually, come to think of it, I would imagine what it's supposed to do is people follow that so they know who to report. I'll bet that's it. I'll bet well, that's the reasoning behind it. Well, yeah, that and, like, when they get bored of just uh, typing woof or copy and pasting uh, woof over and over again, they'll probably just take and turn the account into something else, and they'll have a shitload of fuck followers to spew their fucking really gay propaganda. But, uh, yeah, there was a couple cat ones that found me. And uh, I cannot wait for Vietnamese Twitter to find you motherfuckers. <laughs> um, there's a, there, yeah, there's a couple. There's a, an uh, anti-white dog. That one's pretty cool. That one's oh, retweeting the, doxes. The, 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 no, the, uh, what is it? The gay nigga dog is fucking hilarious. <laughs> That's my favorite one. It's just, it's just like fine, sniffing out gay niggas. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> Like uh, you know, I'm I'm a dog lover. I absolutely love dogs, but uh, you know, I'm almost to the point where I I, I wish that everything with a tail was wiped off of fucking planet Earth because of these fucking annoying Twitter accounts. I mean, fortunately, the the uh the the big racist dog account has me blocked now, so I don't have to worry about that stupid fuck coming finding me. But uh, yeah, it's really annoying to like check your mentions and see like woof woof or meow meow like what the fuck dude how about like uh how about like a parrot account where they just go and uh you know copy and paste what the uh the fucking thing uh that the, the <laughs> sender said and it's the same exact thing like 
this is so fucking stupid. It's so fucking annoying, but uh, it is Twitter. It is Twitter in 2018, which is uh, <laughs> getting really fucking lame. Oh, my God, man. I mean, we, we need to go back to the days of when, like, uh, you know, Twitter was just... Uh, it's like amateur comedians and shit, you know, like that yeah. was, I mean, it, it was, it was, it was more fun then. I'm like, Oh, I'll put Neosporin in my butt and it closed up. Ha ha. Retweet, you know, but it's, you know, now it's just like everybody is just trying to get everybody else kicked off of Twitter. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know. We've got, uh, we've got some, we've got some interesting ones. Um, lined up in the in the old information canon uh today we've got some twitter news uh you know this this broke today something you might have heard about with old uh with old trump uh we got a lot on the uh investigation here that that Mueller investigation and uh the expansion of uh uh the power uh, you know, with the uh the scope of the ig investigation a lot of stuff going on there uh the dnc is just absolutely imploding and i'm here to gloat about how I told you. Um, and then we got like black people just doing black ass shit at the end. So, you know, uh, it's, uh, you know, that's something that you can, um, you can look forward to, but, uh, Spicky, we got a lot of Nas in the reality tanks, man. And the smart car of hate. Uh, what do you think? Do we, do we just go full fucking Vin Diesel on these motherfuckers? Cause I think it might be time. Yeah, we'll kind of keep on the same subject we were just talking about a little bit, too. OIWD presents Right to Brian. 100% correct. 70% accurate. Federal judge rules Trump can't block anyone on Twitter anymore. I found the least annoying source for this, or so I thought, but at the top, they have politics, transgender, Me Too, pulse shooting, Donald Trump, and HIV stops with me. So I don't know what's going on with advocate.com. Uh, actually, I think it's a gay site. Yep, it's a gay site. But it was the first thing when I Googled Trump Twitter, this is what came up. Uh, but it'll, uh, you know, it, it'll do the job. It'll do the job. A New York federal judge Wednesday ordered President Trump to unblock everyone he's barred from seeing his Twitter post, ruling that uh, that doing violated. The, wow, you can't write, you fucking fag. Uh, the violated the First Amendment to the Constitution. The blocking of the individual plaintiffs uh, has a discrete impact of preventing them from interacting directly with the president's tweets, therefore, thereby restricting a real, albeit narrow, slice of speech. No more is needed to violate the Constitution. U.S. District Judge Naomi Rice uh, Buckwald, Naomi Rice Buckwald, wrote in her opinion, Trump can also block uh, no others going forward. Now, the fun thing about this, we know it's a rogue New York judge. OK, Th this was this was bound to happen. And this should be a big eye opener to, to everybody who didn't really understand that the courts are actively working against Donald Trump. And I'll break down why this is fucking retarded. Uh, and, you know, I mean, that's that that's whatever. I mean, you know, this is going to be one of those rogue judges. We're having the same problem in, in California right now with them not uh, in, enforcing uh, sessions, uh, declarations uh, regarding immigration. So and picking and choosing. If you if you listen uh, to the show, we 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 talk about that. Uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, uh, or shit, a couple episodes ago. But the case against at real Donald Trump because you can file lawsuits against Twitter handles now. That's literally a thing that's happening. 
uh, was filed by Columbia University's Knight First Amendment Institute, which represented seven people the president has blocked on Twitter. The plaintiffs included uh, people from all walks of life, a professor, all walks of life. Oh, God, this website is okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it, it, it addressed uh, Dan Scavino as well, the uh, uh, former social media um, coordinator for the campaign. I, I, I can't read this. It doesn't matter. I'm smarter than these people. But uh, look, the hot take that I'm seeing from a lot of people on the right is like, well, then that means that Twitter can't have anybody blocked. Wrong. Dumb. You got to you got to you got to read this article about AIDS. Uh, wrong. OK, what it is, is uh, in the judge's opinion, the government is uh, so it's it's uh, not getting information from the government. That's that's supposed to be readily available. It has nothing to do with with all of this. Now, the, the thing is, uh, he's the, the, the judge, Naomi uh, Buckwald, has has ordered, has ordered, because those things matter so much, has ordered Donald Trump to unblock people and not block anybody else. That means fucking butt, dude. That means nothing. Uh, there's no way to enforce it. Um, this is just a time waster. Uh, this means nothing except this. This is the one thing that it means. Man, it is really heating up in here with... Uh, the censorship of of right wing people and and now I guess uh, the the free speech issue on Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and you know all those things you might have uh, seen Nigel Farage uh, barraging okay you know barraging the uh, uh, Zuckerberg uh, that that alien of a man. Uh, and that that was nice about you know conservatives not uh, not getting their views out there and all of those things right, but all this does is add to that conversation. And this is uh, once again the left shooting themselves in a foot in a fucking panic because of Trump derangement syndrome. Uh, this does nothing. Donald Trump can block everyone. It's not going to matter. Uh, this does not matter to Twitter. Twitter is not going to be making any changes as a result of this. Oh, there's Ed, uh, Ed Cranston uh, in uh, a, a tweet that they have here. Um, Ugh, I wonder, cancer. Yeah, mm, about that guy. But remember, that's how <laughs> you write articles is, uh, you know, you, you just put a million tweets in there. Uh, but that's the only thing that this means is that we're we're just adding fuel to the fire and the leftists are shooting themselves in the foot. It's and and maybe it'll wake a little bit more people up to how we have all of these rogue judges. This is a federal judge, all right? This is a federal judge in a coastal city. One of these cosmopolitan pieces of garbage. These fucking assholes. And uh it's 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 something of beauty. I mean, there's no way this means nothing. This this means nothing and they're not upholding any laws or anything like that. Uh this is just going to be something for that uh, that that guy um, uh, Rachel Maddow to talk about uh, in a tizzy. Um, it's I don't know, dude. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where uh, they don't really think this through. I mean, obviously, him blocking people is whatever, dude. It's his own fucking account. It, it, I don't give a fuck who he is. Uh, that's not what it. That's not what it's saying. But uh, in any event, whatever. But what it does is it opens up the talk for, like you said, about censorship on this, especially Twitter. Uh, Facebook's pretty bad, too. But uh, I guess recently they've taken down quite a bit of far-left content from what I was seeing earlier. Uh, last <laughs> couple, last, like, maybe four or five days, something like that, right? So uh, I really hope that 
for whatever reason, they tell Trump that, hey, you, you, you really do. We're going to enforce this. It's going to be a fucking huge lawsuit. Big pain in the ass. He has to unblock that little Eugene goo fucking sushi chef. And then the Krasensteins and them. And Trump has to see those fuckers blowing up his mentions every fucking day. And he just loses his fucking mind and says, nope, I'm buying Twitter or I'm taking Twitter or they do something to, they do something to, uh, I don't want the government in control of it. I mean, I certainly don't uh, No, that is such a small brain to take anybody that says we should nationalize social media. You're welcome onto the show to debate. What we need to do is bust up the, uh, but you know, bust up, uh, the, these companies, uh, but no, you don't want the government in charge because like, that's, no. that's like when the blacks thought that Obama was going to be president forever. Trump's not going to be president forever. And the Democrats will have the white house again at some point. Like you don't want that. No, <laughs> I, so I mean, stupid. I, I mean, I'd, I'd like them to uh, see them do something like, you know, actually enforce the first amendment. I get it's a private company, whatever, you can have that debate or whatever. But, uh, the fact of the matter is Twitter certainly was a huge part of the 2016 election. Yeah. And oh, yeah. what, and, and it wasn't, they kind of sat on their hands for a long time. Um, and, and as far as silencing and shit goes, but coming up to 2018, what they're doing right now is they're experimenting with it, uh, with new shadow bands every couple weeks. Uh, new rules go into a new rules go into effect on the 25th. There was actually, uh, they, they just changed the shadow ban the way they do it before then. Uh, it's almost like if you get like a 12-hour lock, you get put on some fucking retarded, like four-hour on, four-hour off timer. I haven't quite figured it out yet. There's a pattern to it, though. Like, there certainly is. Um, but I the new rules, they're, they're exploitable for us. And uh, I'm going to, we're going to, I'm going to go into great detail as soon as uh, I pawn what i'm doing off onto other people uh to try to uh, right now i'm just trying to get more and more people involved but um i'd really like them to uh, somehow some way to get them to stop censoring us i mean i think i think that this could be like a huge like fucking slap in the face from their own right hand you know what i mean them going through with something like this and just it kind of it brought the conversation back up a lot of people went silent on it for a long time i mean not so much us but like now that you know a lot of the bigger accounts i mean i know ted cruz has brought it up in the past i would like to see them go hard right now for it like hey if you want to start playing this fucking game we'll play right back yeah uh, absolutely i mean it threw some fuel uh on the fire there and it and it got it back into the uh into the conversation uh but you a big thing that i want people to take going forward when we have conversations about this it, it don't do the whole like you know twitter you know can't block anybody and can't ban us or whatever unless you are a, a <laughs> uh and a, like a a politician no this this is in that judge's opinion it does not apply to you i mean i need people to go ahead and read the articles <laughs> um i'm just seeing all these hot takes flying on twitter and i'm like come on you know, click it and read the first fucking thing. But, uh, you know, it's 
it is going to be what it is. But uh, I mean, the only thing that happened is here you go with the left shooting themselves in the fucking foot again. Uh, and, and really the thing that you need to bring up to people going forward is look at these rogue judges. Look at how biased these judges are, guys. Look at how biased they are. Now, yes, all judges have a bias. They're not supposed to. And the old joke that I love so much is, uh, Spicky, what, uh, what is an activist judge? No idea. It's a judge that you don't agree with. <laughs> so, Fair enough. You know, uh, my my uh, my buddy told me that a while back, and I just thought that was the funniest thing. But it's uh, I don't know. It just adds some fun fuel to the fire here, and uh, I mean, it's something that something that we needed. I mean, so it, the social media thing is pretty big at the moment. Um, you know, Spicky, I, I we've got actually. I can't believe I forgot about this. We we should have started the show with this. Uh, we have actually. Um, you remember the Patrick Golda robocall? I do. Yeah, <laughs> I have it burned into my brain. As a matter of fact, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It turns out there's another one, uh, and we uh, at OIWD have obtained. I don't believe this is available anywhere on the internet yet. Uh, we just got it today. Uh, we have exclusive audio of the new Patrick Golda robocall. So um, yeah, here it is. Diane Feinstein isn't just a Jew. She's a woman. Wait, that can't be right. She's a Jewish woman? And she is able to vote to send millions of our dollars to tampons and other whitey girl shit? That can't be legal, right? It used to be illegal, but the women in our country got rid of that law. Not only that, but she gets to vote for a bunch of fucking gay girl shit and never shut her thought fucking dick-sucking slut Jewish mouth. To rid the country of the traitorous thoughts, vote for Patrick Little for U.S. Senate in California. By mail by May 29, or at the polls on June 5th. He's a patriot, a veteran, and he's vowed to end thoughtery across America. Starting with that fucking thought, Diane Feinstein. Vote for Patrick Little for U.S. Senate in California. By mail by May 29, or at the polls on June 5th. Be gone, fuck! So, so that's that's the new that's the new robocall. Did, did they send this out in uh, L.A. by any chance? Uh, uh, where the porn <laughs> industry is headquartered. <laughs> uh, that took me all of like ten minutes to make. I was just like, you know, fuck it, let's just do it. And then, you know what I found out at ExoFest is actually like robocalls don't cost that much. Like we could actually, as long as it abides by certain standards, I don't know what the standards are. We could just pay for robocalls. Uh, I am more than willing to pay for that. Uh, in LA, I don't, think it could, I don't think it could say fuck, but uh, and oh, it's got to say at the end like paid for by <laughs> right to Britain. <laughs> yeah, uh, can we choose who it calls? Like, can I just like <laughs> make a fucking giant list of like porn stars and shit? Oh yeah, I don't know. I just thought uh, I just thought that'd be a be a cute thing to do. Um, yeah, we got uh, we we got more. You're listening to Bites of Biden, telling thoughts, tried since last fucking season. Oh boy, if you could tell that I'm in a good mood, uh, there's a reason for it. House Republicans to call for second special counsel to investigate alleged FISA abuse, Hillary Clinton probe. Uh, 
So now they've done this. And actually, I thought I had the resolution uh, in front of me. Spicky, when uh, you you give me your take on this, I'm going to pull up the actual resolution because it's awesome. You know, I keep telling you guys that James Comey is going to jail. Uh, well, I'm going to say it again. By 2020, James Comey is going to jail. The White House uh, uh, says that the DOG, uh, a DOJ IG probe is expanding based on the meeting with the president. Now, this was, what, two days ago here. And I'll read from this one. White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders said Monday that the Justice Department had asked its inspector general to expand an inquiry into the FBI based on a meeting with the president. Sanders also said uh, White House Chief of Staff John Kelly would set up a meeting with the three agencies whose leadership met with the president Monday. The Department of Justice, represented by its deputy director, Rod Rosenstein, that old fellow there. Uh, FBI and Office uh, of the Director of National Intelligence together with congressional leaders to review highly classified uh, and other information they have requested. Uh, so here's what here's what uh, good old Sarah Huckabee Sanders said. Dude, she is so awesome. Like, I'm a big fan. Uh, based on the meeting with the president, the Department of Justice has asked the inspector general to expand its current investigation to include any irregularities with the FBI or the Department of Justice tactics concerning the Trump campaign. Uh, it was also agreed that the White House chief of staff, uh, Kelly, uh, will immediately set up a meeting with the FBI, DOJ, and DNI together with congressional leaders to review highly classified and other uh, information they have requested. So there's that. Now, this is a multi-part thing. We had the expansion uh, of of the uh, uh, of, uh, of the investigation there, but they're actually you've got uh, you've got you know Mark Meadows, uh, you've got uh, Jim Jordan, who we're cross your fingers, guys. We're really hoping that Jim Jordan's going to be speaker after Ryan's gone. We, that's the guy that we want. All right, so you know, cross your fingers. Uh, you know, just. Don't, you know, every, every, don't walk under ladders or black cats or around black people. I mean, I don't know everything. Right. But, uh, let's see if they have the resolution. Oh, I'm going to have to Google the resolution because the resolution is wonderful. They're calling for a fucking second special counsel. So what this means is we need to investigate the people investigating this shit. You got to investigate the department of justice. You got to investigate the fucking FBI. We got to look into people like uh, Mueller. We got to look into this. And the reason that we have to do this, guys, you all know, you listen to the show, you know what it is. They're fucking corrupt shit. This is like a fucking spy novel. It's insane. I never saw this coming. Every day it's a new twist and turn of some weird shit. Poor Papadopoulos. They just set that guy up from the beginning. You got you. And the whole reason uh, they were like, oh, he, he got drunk and mouthed off about some, uh, you know, about the Russians having Hillary's emails. Well, that was some information that it turns out was fed to him that was completely false. They got the, now they're like, okay, no, that wasn't the reason. It was uh, Carter Page. We were just investigating Carter Page, who is a he was a, a foreign policy uh, advisor, foreign policy advisor for uh, the Trump campaign. And they were like, uh, he had some Russian dealings. All that it goes back to, it goes back to what we talked about last episode. It goes back to the fucking Obama administration. Let me find this resolution, Spicky. Ah, uh, we've got so much more on this, but. Uh, just entertain the people for 30 seconds while I fucking have this resolution that I should have already had up already. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where, I mean, that's why we have checks and balances is to uh, look at this sort of shit that goes on. Um, more and more keeps coming out. It's I, I like I said, I mean, it's kind of like floodgates at this point. Uh, I said, it, I think like a week ago, maybe two episodes ago, it's just, it keeps coming out one after another after another 
it's just they 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 fucked up so bad and did such a shitty job that the one guy left the one guy that it, they sent out there i don't know if it was sort of as a he's not doing a good enough job to make me think that like he's sincere uh it's almost like he's a scapegoat and that's robert moore i mean it's kind of like it, it, he's gonna be the one under investigation because he's gotta know all this shit. He's gotta know every last bit of it, at least most of it. I don't think I think they he was part of it to begin with, uh, back before obviously he became the special counsel. But um, I think he's just gonna he's gonna fucking really end up taking a fucking huge L at the end of this one. Uh, oh yeah, James Comey too. Uh, John Brennan sounds like a scared little motherfucker. <laughs> John Brennan is uh, an absolute scumbag. Uh, yeah. I mean, dude, a lot of these guys are, um, they've got to be kind of peeing a little bit when they walk, you know? Uh, and, and thankfully, we've got a few heroes, you know? I mean, obviously the, the Freedom Caucus, but nobody's ever cared about that. And I, I will say, I'm not exactly confident that we get uh, a second special counsel. I, I know they've been calling for it for a little while, but I mean, we'll see. I think it's needed, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, the expansion of, uh, of the investigation for, uh, for the IG is, is pretty great. And don't expect anything too fast on that guys. Cause it's already taken this long and we still haven't gotten the big bombshell, but um, I have it on good authority that it doesn't look good for, uh, you know, people like Hillary and Comey and uh, the Obama administration. But uh, so there you go. Um, Lee Zeldin uh, was joined with representatives Mark Meadows, Jim Jordan, Ron DeSantis, uh, Matt Gates, and other members of Congress announcing the introduction to is this the, the actual one? Here we go. Good. Uh, of, of of this resolution here. So this is coming out. This is coming out of the House. Um, Expressing the sense of Congress that the Attorney General of the United States should appoint a special counsel to investigate misconduct at the Department of Justice and FBI, including an investigation of abuse of the FISA warrant process. You remember, guys, the FISA warrant, they got that because of the Steele dossier, the PP dossier. Christopher Steele, who's a, a foreigner, uh, they, and they everybody knew it was fake. And the only reason it ever even got in the news is because Clapper told Comey to brief Trump on it. That's that they were like, Trump got briefed on it. Now BuzzFeed can publish it. It's all lies. Everybody knew it was lies. It's bullshit. And John McCain thought it was real, but he has a fucking brain tumor. So and die already, you fucking asshole. Please die. <sighs> but the FISA warrant process, how and why Hillary Clinton probe ended and how and why Donald uh, the Donald Trump Russia probe began. Because remember, they uh, exonerated Hillary Clinton ahead of time. Uh, Comey wrote her exoneration. And then there was the tarmac meeting, uh, between, uh, Bill and Loretta Lynch, who, Ooh, Loretta is going to sing like a fucking canary, dude. She's got to protect herself because you know, she knows everything. Also Spicky, isn't it funny? Loretta Lynch writes a weird book, a rambling weird book. Uh, then you get Comey writes his book and all of this shit. I don't know. I, I, you would think that their lawyers would say like, that's a fucking terrible idea. Especially Comey. He's doing all these all this book tour shit. Like, first of all, Laura Loomer's gonna come and harass you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. Nobody wants that. Yeah, you know, nobody wants to get loomered. And you know, secondly, like you you uh, you lied under oath a lot. You sure you want to go out and like do okay, whatever. But you know, he's an air I don't think he's even arrogant as much as I think he's stupid. 
But this is what uh, this is what the special counsel, the second special counsel, would be investigating is what what what? How did you get that FISA warrant? Oh, you lied. It was a it was an opposition research dossier made up to look like an intelligence dossier, and it wasn't at all. It was bullshit. It was talking points. It was a lie. It was just a lie. But. Uh, whereas there's an urgent need for the appointment uh, of a second special counsel in light of evidence that raises critical concerns about decisions, activities, and inherent bias displayed at the highest levels of the Department of Justice and the FBI regarding FISA abuse, how and why that, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So this, you know, this goes on and on and on and on and on. But um, here's the, here's the good parts. <laughs> here's, the, here's the good parts. Because I'm not going to do like so-and-so begot so-and-so which is basically all this is because it's whereas, you know, a million times over. Uh, whereas during her tenure, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton violated federal law and the Department of State rules, regulations, and protocol by using a private email server in her, uh, uh, was it, uh, Chappaqua, New York home. Whereas official communications were transmitted on an unsecured server and included emails that contained, oh, does did all of this sound familiar, guys? This is the stuff that's been conspiracy theory all through you don't remember for, for it's been two years. It was like, oh, whatever. Hillary Clinton named in this. Okay. Whereas FBI Director James Comey acknowledged that 65 of these illicit emails were classified as secret and 22 were classified as top secret. Whereas there is a significant evidence that the use of the of this private server by Secretary Clinton uh, was meant to avoid compliance uh, with the Freedom of Information Act. Uh, whereas sensitive emails are subject to grand jury and congressional subpoenas were destroyed on Secretary Clinton's private server. Whereas in September 2015, meeting between Ater then Attorney General Lo Loretta Lynch and then Director Comey, uh, the Attorney General instructed Director Comey to refer to the Clinton investigation as a matter, thus watering down the severity of the investigation and aligning the FBI's rhetoric with the messaging of the Clinton campaign. Cheryl Mills, uh, is in here. Uh, Comey again, Comey, Comey, Comey. Um, they, they talk about Anthony Weiner's laptop. Whereas, 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 uh, whereas then FBI director McCabe, who it's been recommended criminal charges. Okay. It's been, it, it's, we've got crim recommended criminal proceedings on Andrew McCabe. Now, whether this will come to pass, I don't know how quickly, but I'd be willing to bet that it's probably going to be a thing. Whereas in 2010, while Russian state and uh, interests were working to acquire uh, a majority stake in Uranium One and to purchase uh, American mines, Bill Clinton was paid $500,000 for a speech in Moscow by a Kremlin-linked Russian investment bank that was under uh, uh, underwriting Uranium One stock. <laughs> it goes on. It's 12 pages. Whereas you're fucked. Whereas... I believe we need a second uh, special counsel. Whereas it's all coming together. It's all coming together. You can't drain the swamp overnight. And you might've been asking like, why is it taking so long? I've got a theory on a couple things. One, when you're elected president, as Bill Hicks said, when you're elected president, the first thing they do is they take you into a smoky room and they show you the JFK assassination from the other angle. Nobody likes that. Do you remember like like a deer in headlights? Trump looked when he was sitting there with Obama during the uh, during the transition there. Looked like yeah. a deer in headlights. I'm pretty sure they just showed him aliens. But you know, that's coming. That's coming down the line, I think. But I uh, hope so. you know, I don't know. Uh I think another reason 
is uh, you can't do all this all, all at once. Because can you imagine, like we talked about before, pulling the rug out under from society, especially when he didn't have the approval rating before. And now everybody loves Trump. I mean, they may not like him, but he has great drop approval rating. Which it's great for us in the midterm. Sorry, I mean, coming up here. And then the third reason, I, I totally fucking forgot. Um, not, I, I've been drinking, but uh, let's see. So pull the rug out. You can't do that. Uh, you can't do this all. Every, ah, uh, here you go. The Republican Party and all of these assholes, none of them like you. You know that. None of these guys are like, oh, I want to stand up for the, for Biden and Spicky. Nobody, nobody's doing that. They thought, the swamp's too deep. Trump's going to be fucked too. Because all they were trying to do is get rid of Trump. And now it just seems like it's going to be impossible. And the DNC is still harping on that. We've got some fun stuff about them later. But these Republicans who were now who were distancing themselves from Trump in some way or another now realize that if they can, if they have any chance of keeping their jobs, you got to go with the Trump thing. And the people want justice on this. The people want these assholes to go to jail. And that's part of the populism of what's going on. It's like, you know, populism is like, I want these assholes to fucking rot. You know, they're crooks. Get them out of here. That's, you know, that's why people liked Don Blankenship over in West Virginia. Like we had the quote of the one guy who was like, yeah, I'd just rather vote for a crook that, that I know. That is having a major effect here too. These guys want to keep their jobs. And I hope I'm not let down um, by, yeah, I, I think Jim Jordan's an honest guy. Um, I, I like that he's backing this. Uh, again, I'm not sure if we're going to get a second a second special counsel, but the fact that it's even being discussed is is pretty astounding. It's pretty cool stuff. Um What's your what's your what's your outlook on this here before we've got we've got a couple more things that still it's just it's all like one gooey, gooey, nice, like warm jello of of just I I just want to fuck it. It's that it's that great. Yeah, I'm I'm not convinced there will be a second council, but realistically, what's going on right now is the longer and longer this shit goes on, the investigation and all the other shenanigans the DNC is trying to play, uh, all the former, uh, you know, the, the spy agency fucking, all of the, the directors that, all the fucking assistant directors that are no longer there, they are scared. They are scared for a very specific reason. They have a lot to hide. Uh, I think Loretta Lynch is the, uh, she's the weak link. She's the one who you could probably go to offer immunity and say, sing like a fucking canary bitch. And just at that point, uh, I mean, it would be all over. That's all it takes. It's going to take one of those people and that is it. It is all fucking over. But the longer this goes on, the more and more scared that they are. The only thing that I worry about is, uh, I guess we'll see after the, the 2018 elections, is if Trump doesn't get reelected, which I think he will, uh, it's not a slam dunk. I think it's pretty close, but I don't, you know, it's not a, a guarantee by any stretch of the imagination. Um, if we get another Democrat in there, this all goes away. We're right back to the, the same fucking thing. 
there's no incentive for these people to stop doing this. That is the only concern that I really have about it right now. Um, I think it, it, they're exposing themselves. Uh, James Comey comes out, writes a book trying to defend himself. Really? Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like that's him scared. And John Brennan coming out like every day with some fucking retarded tweet about like, uh, yeah, Trump's a traitor and uh, uh, I can't wait for him to go to prison. No, dude, you're projecting is all you're doing. You're fucking moron. You're outing yourself. Shut your fucking mouth and go away. They, they do not know how to handle this at all. No. I mean, you know, like it, it's funny that like, you know you know who like held up better under under scrutiny and and things like that was ricky fucking vaughn yeah these people are a nightmare you know because they're not used to it and this is amazing this comes from the daily caller uh fbi agents want congress to issue them subpoenas so they can reveal reveal the bureau's dirt Media agents in the FBI want Congress to subpoena them so they can reveal problems caused by former FBI Director James Comey and former FBI Director Andrew McCabe. Three people in direct contact uh, with active field agents tell the Daily Caller. There are agents all over this country who love the Bureau and are sickened by James Comey's behavior and Andrew McCabe and Eric Holder and, uh, and Loretta Lynch and the thugs like John Brennan who despise the fact that the Bureau was used as a tool of political intelligence by the Obama administration thugs. Former federal prosecutor Joe uh, uh, DeGeneva told the Daily Caller Tuesday, they are just waiting for a chance to come forward and testify. Ahead of the release of the DOJ Inspector General report on how the FBI handled the uh, Clinton email investigation, the Daily Caller spoke with DeGeneva, a uh, former tr Trump official who maintained contact with rank and file FBI agents, counterintelligence consultant, who was conduct who conducted an interview with an active Special agent of the FBI's blah, blah, blah. Okay, no matter. Uh, the Daily Caller independently confirmed the uh, veracity of the consultant's position and access and reviewed. Okay, yeah, I know. Okay, so they're saying their sources are, are legit. Uh, the subpoena is, is preferred, he said, because when you are subpoenaed, Congress then pays for your legal counsel and the subpoena protects the agent from any organizational retaliation. They are on their own as whistleblowers uh, and they get no legal protection and there will be organizational retaliation against them. So what that means is we they want to be subpoenaed so that they're actually protected and they don't go broke over this because the FBI will, you know, fire them and all of these things for being a whistleblower because there's supposed to be protections for whistleblowers, but there's not in this country. We've seen this time and time and time and time and time and time again. Uh, so uh, do, 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 let's see, where is it? Uh, it goes on here to, to tell the Daily Caller. It's an intelligent approach to the situation given the vindictive nature of the Bureau under Comey and McCabe. I have no idea how to read Chris Ray, uh, who is not a leader and who has disappeared from the public eye during the entire crisis. I think that's a good move on his part, honestly. Uh, you know, he may be cleaning house, but if he's doing so, he's doing it very quietly, as I would hope that he would. Uh, he added, I don't blame them. I don't blame the agents one bit. I think that the FBI is in a free fall. James uh, Comey has destroyed the institution he claims to love, and it is beyond doubt that he's going to take a decade, uh, and it, that it is going to take a decade to restore public confidence because of Comey and Clapper and Brennan and Obama and Lynch. The, these guys, and this goes on, and, and I'm, I'm not going to read the rest of it because it's, it's largely unimportant, and I think that you're smart enough, guys, that you get, uh, you get the gist of it. These, uh, they, this... It's I I've never been happier. You know, I'm not going to get my hopes up too much, but uh, it's looking like it might be, uh, you know, promises made, promises kept uh, yet again with Trump.
So I don't know. Doubters, go ahead and go out the window uh, because things are looking good. Things are looking real good. And uh, Judicial Watch and Daily Caller News Foundation sued DOJ for Comey memos of conversations with Obama, Clinton, and Schumer. You remember when James Comey said, oh, yeah, I take notes all the time and shit like that? There you go. I mean, these are and, and, and any of the Oh, man, any of the memos that go out. They thought they had this thing wrapped up tight. They were doing all of this stuff to help Hillary Clinton. They may not have liked her, but they thought, well, fuck, I don't want to I don't want to piss her off from when she is president. It's her turn after all. And there you go. It just didn't work out for him. It just didn't work out. And now they're frantically trying to figure out how to avoid prison or at least a life of disgrace. There is no legacy left for Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton. And all it took was one guy, Donald Trump, to come along and go. You know, it doesn't uh, doesn't seem like this is right. And America said, finally, somebody who's not going to pull any punches, who's not going to deal with your fucking bullshit, with your snooty bullshit. And he was right. He's been right time and time again. You know, when they you remember when they laughed and was like, oh, what do you mean they wiretapped you? It's like, oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. They did. So he's right here, too. And I heard the left wing media. I heard NPR try to. uh uh, explain away the one of the the one informant that we know of, uh, uh, Halper, it, as well. It's it's not uncommon for the FBI to have a go go between who's not you know an agent or whatever. It is in a in a campaign butthole. It uh, it absolutely is, and you're going to see a lot of trying to explain away everything. I don't know. I'm excited, so I'm not sure how well I'm explaining this, but I I believe that you're smart enough to check the the notes and 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 whatever I'm leaving out and or getting incorrect, seventy percent accurate, guys. Uh it's 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 just it's a beautiful thing to just watch these sons of bitches. Uh, get get marched up to the gallows, and they're gonna have to. A lot of them pay their 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 price because this is definitely not the first time this has happened. Um, it's too extravagant. It's too fucking Talmudic. Honestly, it's it's weird. It's like a fucking spy novel, and I'm I'm excited to just um, I'm excited to just watch them all fucking burn and they're just and burn they will guys i'm telling you i've got a five dollar bet for the fellow that i met over at exo fest that says james comey will be in prison by 2020 and uh you just you best bet that that's going to be the case um speak you got anything else to uh to, to say on this subject here before we uh move on we're already we're, we've already spent like we're, we're i'm just i don't know i'm excited i'm i'm talking yeah. more than usual yeah, it, it's awesome. But for a lot of people, what they don't understand is they look at this and they say, uh, there's no way the FBI would turn on itself or, you know, anything like that uh, or any police agency like that. You know, uh, the thing is, a lot of those people, a lot of <clears throat> state police officers, a lot of the FBI agents, a lot of the your local town cop, you know what those guys like to do? They like to go out and hunt. They like to go out and they like to shoot their fucking guns on the weekend. You know what they don't like? They don't like going into fucking cities and being shot at by people that fucking hate them. The only people that are left 
in in any of those agencies that the left heralds at this point are guys like uh, Clapper and Comey and and those fucking scumbags. Those are the only ones. That's because they have been anti-Trump the entire fucking time, and that is obvious. If it's obvious to them and the people who hate cops and advocate for the murder of fucking cops are sitting there saying, yes, I love this guy. It's even obvious to them that some deep, dark, sadistic shit has been going on. So don't think for one minute that this is just going to it's going to go away. It's not going to just it's not going to fucking go away. I, I don't foresee it happening. I think it's what's going to happen is more and more of this shit's going to happen. It might not be just the FBI. You might have um, somebody in NSA do it. Uh, you know, not so much like how uh, Bradley Manning did it, but uh, somebody in the NSA. I, I think it's going to be so much deeper than just this. I, I think I think it's just it's a snowball effect at this point. Uh, it's a real house of cards. Yeah. Real house of cards. And it's 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 coming crumbling down. And you know it's been going on for the longest time. You know, I mean it, it happened with um yeah. was it like J. J. Edgar Hoover uh at the time, like going against Kennedy. I mean, if there's so many parallels of our current president and a lot of us astounding past presidents, uh you know, that it, it kind of makes me worry. I mean, you know, I'm wondering like, man, I got an itch on my back. I'm wondering uh, you know, when the hell they're gonna I run out of options with 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 Trump, you know, because uh, that's that's got to be where it's headed. I mean, he's open. This is the guy that's like, fuck it, let's release the JFK assassination files, and and has given, uh, what was it, the FBI? I think, oh no, it was the FBI or the CIA, one of the two. He's like giving him a little more time. He's like, and then you got to redact the rest of them. Like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? If if the U.S. government has ever had contact with aliens, Donald Trump will be the one to tell us because he'd be like, that's fucking weird. Did you guys know? Holy shit. There's fucking aliens. That's it blew my mind. It was crazy. They they have all these like feelers and stuff. They have like eight testicles. It's the craziest thing. Meet Glurp Glurp. Come on. Glurp Glurp. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Oh, they don't have legs. Okay. He's hovering. You see the hovering weird guy over there? Yeah. We've known about him for years. It's insane. Anyway, lock her up. Uh, it's 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 wild and and it is it's honestly scary. You know, I mean, we can look at all of this as very exciting because it is because we've it's it's what we've always known. Uh, but it's a little scary because if you think about it, everything through our parents' lives, everything like that, you know that this was going on and that it's everything that we've always assumed is that these intelligence agencies are bullshit. And the love of the intelligence agencies now by the Democrats is just kind of astounding because everybody hated them, especially the left, because, you know, that's when they were, uh, FBI was like busting up their, you know, like pot cults and all of those things and, and all of that shit. And, and, but they've had their hands in so much stuff. Uh, but we liked to have thought that it wasn't, it's, it, it was a lie. We told ourselves that, that this wasn't something that happened all the time. And it's just strange that it took one little fucking Cheeto man uh, to <laughs> come in and just go like, okay, fuck this gay shit. We're done. Your mom, big gay. Fuck you. And because uh, they tried to fuck him. They tried to fuck him and it didn't work. And then now it's, it, it's, we successfully threw a Molotov into the U S government with Donald Trump. Um, which is amazing, and it's what needs to happen if we're going to save our country. Uh, 
but boy, man, it's a little scary um, because you can't have this happen all at once. You know, we've already got distrust in the media at an all-time low, as it should be. We've got distrust in the uh, in the government uh, at an all-time low, as it should be. Um, you know, people like Trump, but uh, nobody trusts the fucking FBI. I mean, and nobody was like lining up to trust these guys. The, the normal people in the FBI, the guys you were talking about, the guys that want to get subpoenaed so that they can whistleblow on uh, what the agency's doing, those are good and fine people, and and they have a code that they abide by. Um, but I don't I don't think any of us realize that, like, oh, yeah, your worst nightmares are true. Like, uh, yeah, no, the paranormies, yeah, they're completely right on everything. <laughs> like, Johnny Monoxide, yeah, he's a visionary. He's just a, he's a fucking savant, and he's right on everything. Alex Jones, turns out he's right about a bunch of shit, too. Nobody wants to live in that world, but it is the world that we live in, where coast-to-coast yeah. coast AM is fucking right, you know? So I'm wondering what's around the corner. I'm 30 years old. If I make it to 40, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. No, nah, there's just tranny aliens, I guess. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah, it's, it, it, is, it is fucking weird. It's astounding. You're right. It can't all happen at once. Uh... They're, they basically went into shock for a couple months, really, when Trump got elected. I mean, they were fucking dumbfounded. Where do we go from here? The Steele dossier didn't work. I, I mean, without a doubt, guys, without a fucking doubt, you never would have heard another word about any of this fucking Russian collusion, or you never would have heard about Stormy Daniels, or, or Trump pissing on hookers in Russia. You never would have heard about that if Hillary Clinton got elected because it's not fucking true. It's kind of, I mean, this is so fucking great. Uh, even with the media working so hard against him and just absolutely fucking lying through their teeth about every last little detail and promoting shit that they know is obviously blatantly false. I mean, there's entire programs on CNN where I don't think they may mention one fact. Uh, this is. It is fucking incredible. It, it, it it's just it, it it how's he keep doing it? You know, that's why the whole like, oh Trump, where's the wall? Like, oh, Israel's president and all of that thing. It's like I'm I'm not sure that you understand like what's happening. This is the biggest political scandal ever in our nation's history. And, you know, Trump tweets witch hunt. People were like, I don't care. Why don't you deport the illegals? It's like, how do you, I mean, what? I don't think they'd be satisfied if Donald Trump stood outside of the White House and just started shooting brown people. Like, I, they wouldn't be satisfied. They'd still be calling him a cuck. You know, it's, uh, I, I understand that some of this stuff is, oh God. I mean, it's, uh, there's, there's so much. But it, it's, you, you got to look at it like, I, it's it's amazing that he got this much done. I mean, and we are going to start moving forward and 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 winning. Um, it it looks good. We've got uh, we've got more stuff coming up after the break. More good news. And I'm not just doling out fake fucking white pills. That's not what I'm about. Uh, that's not what Spicky's about. I mean, we're here to tell you the truth of the matter. And the truth of the matter is, as of today. Man, things are looking pretty fucking sweet. And uh, as long as they don't JFK this motherfucker, uh, and even if they did, I mean, the cat's kind of out of the bag now, you know. Um, they'd bury it real quick, but the, the people, you and, and, and Spicky and me and 
uh, all of us, we, uh, you're, you're going to get Cletus is, is clued into this stuff and he's, he's demanding answers as well. So, um, that's pretty good stuff. You got anything to, uh, say before the break here, Spixter? No, I think, uh, I think we covered that one in pretty good depth. It is a pretty big white pill. Uh, I know that's hard for a lot of you, uh, masochists to handle, but, uh, <laughs> keep your chin up faggots. Yeah. Um, all right. So we will, uh, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll go ahead and see, you, uh, after the break.
And we are back. We are back with uh, the second hour of this uh, this wonderful thing. And I, I'm sorry, commuters, but I got to tell the, uh, the the live listeners now, please go ahead and like and subscribe and share this. And if you're commuting, go ahead and do that, too. Uh, I really hate doing it. It sounds fucking gay. Anyway, on to the news. Uh, man, you guys know how I and Spicky have been saying there's no fucking blue wave that you need to just chill out. I'm getting, getting apologies. Uh, for, for from people that said there was a blue wave, but there's not. And uh, that generic ballot poll where the, the 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 numbers for the Democrats just keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Oh, geez, what happened here? <laughs> Fucking wrecked. In the new Reuters poll, more people said that they would vote for a Republican candidate over a Democrat candidate in the upcoming midterm election, a reversal of previous trends. Of the 1,139 people surveyed earlier this month, 40.4% said they would vote for a Republican in their district in November, up from 32.4% of those who were surveyed in December 2017. Only 34.5% of respondents said they planned to vote for a Democrat in their district in the upcoming election, down from 45.5% in December. The Real Clear Politics poll average, which has not yet incorporated the latest data from this weekly Reuters poll, shows that Democrats have a four-point lead over Republicans. This lead is a significant drop from the 12.9% uh, lead held at the beginning of January. Dwindling Democratic support comes amid widespread talk of a <laughs> blue wave. The expectation that Democrats will win back the House of Representatives and possibly the Senate in November. <laughs> Remember I told you this? Anybody tells you that we're going to lose the Senate it's a jackass? <laughs> like, that's, yeah, come on. Uh, you can track the swelling Republican support and the dwindling Democratic uh, report by Reuters at the link in this article, um, which uh, is is nice and fun. But a uh, couple things on this, because I'm not going to start caring about the generic ballot uh, just yet. But since we are, you know, having primaries and, and things like that, people were in a voting mood. They're maybe paying attention to things a little bit more than they were in fucking, you know, December 2017 or in January 2018. People were in a, a bit of a more voting mood. Uh, I believe it was just yesterday, actually. We're not covering this one because it's pretty cut and dry, but uh, Kentucky just had their primary. Um, so, you know, people are in a more of a voting mood. And when they're in more of a voting mood here, we're seeing um, more Republican support. Uh, instead of just irrational things. But I also have not trusted this at all. Um, if you remember back in January, uh, you had uh, you had the Democrats saying it's all fucking over for the Republican or for the Democratic Party. We are screwed. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, no, everybody loves us. <laughs> everybody loves us. It, it was a lie. It was a lie. I mean, a lot of the people that you're going to even survey, you're just going to, you know, call you a fucking faggot or something like that anyway. Um, and we're still a little bit too far out to pay attention to these polls. Okay. Unless it's like a primary poll. Uh, we're still a little bit too far out. You'll notice uh, on the show when we get closer to when the polls matter, because I will start referencing them a lot more and specifically the schematics of these polls. So don't worry, we're going to break everything down for you. You have that to look forward to because you know we don't tell you anything that you don't need to know about. Those, those are the rules. Um, this is a good thing, though. This is this is uh, uh, more than more than funny, and not just because the blue wave is just going to be the tears streaming down the Democrats' face. Um, it's just 
going to show that as Donald Trump does better, so does the Republican Party. Make no mistake, this is the most important midterm election of your lifetime, unless you're very old. But even then, it might be the most important still. Uh, you've got, we, we got to stay vigilant here because I've got, you know, the, the tinfoil hat on with this. I am like, well, you know, they tried saying there was going to be a blue wave to maybe, uh, just get Republicans to say, oh fuck, it's over. And, and the Trumpian base to, uh, you know, not even care or try or anything like that. And that didn't work. So, cause all they managed to win is like fucking dog catcher races, uh, you know, and like, oh, I've got a state fucking this and that, or like, here's a special election or some bullshit. The, the last asshole that, that, that won, I can't remember his name. I mean, he was a Trump friendly Democrat and that's what you're seeing on the federal level is Trump friendly Democrats. But, uh, it's a referendum on the president. That's, that's what it is. Donald Trump is even tweeting out himself and talking, yeah, we've got some fun dnc madness uh to talk about he, he said you know if we lose the house like and they've said i mean what was it? al green said and we'll get to that uh that you know they'll draw up articles of impeachment that doesn't mean they'll be impeached but they will you know they're that's the plan and then you've got like some of the other uh you know big leaders who of the democratic party are like maybe chill it with the whole impeachment shit that's not gonna i don't know and the democrat strategists you know they're like oh that's not gonna work uh, and then you get chuck schumer's like hashtag drain the swamp i mean you know it's kind of like my uh <laughs> kind of like my my trade idea that i uh stole from trump as well um uh what a piece of shit but uh this this is i'm sorry i'm getting sidetracked i'm just very excited uh this um this couldn't be better. This couldn't. Th this couldn't be shaping up to be any better because I, I, I think that ultimately what'll happen. Because yeah, they're probably not trying to make the Republican base complacent. Because I've never seen anybody more uh, invigorated to come out and vote. Um, you know, I mean, I really, I think we're onto something here. And as long as we stay diligent. And we stay on top of it because remember August recess is coming up, guys. We got to get those phones out. We got to go to these town halls. It's going to be amazing. We got to get out there and we got to do this like we did with the town hall for our lives. And thank you to all the people that did that. This is um, just this swell of support here is going to completely demoralize the Democrats. It, the, the whole party is just it, it's in a civil war at the moment anyway. Trying to figure out, uh, I don't know, are we like uh, totally commies or like we're going to try to be Trump friendly or whatever. This is, this is where they're at. Watch for, uh, don't trust this because there's more support for the Republican Party and for the president than they're letting on. You even have a lot of these openly lefty people coming out going, this ain't good. <laughs> it's not a good thing. I'm, I mean, I'm going to enjoy the tears, Spicky. What do you think, man? I mean, this is just something uh, something beautiful. Yeah, it is. Uh, I saw earlier, was it in Texas, uh, the, the lowest Democrat turnout since like 1920 or something? <laughs> fucking right. Like, it, that was one of the states where they're like, we're fucking taking Texas. Look at all this. We got fucking everything. We're fucking doing it. First of all, I was like, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, not going to happen without a, a massive amount of cheating and illegals, but uh, 
then this comes out i saw this earlier and i'm just like yeah how's that feel uh it, i mean i don't trust polls but really looking at it it eh, doesn't look like you're gonna touch texas uh might not win a seat in texas <laughs> like not even in the cities like <laughs> you're getting fucking destroyed there uh People are waking up, man. Like they're they're just they're seeing, you know, uh, just how fucked up and corrupt that the leftist fucking uh, government, uh, the the leftist controlled government was and has been, and even when we've had a Republican like Bush or the Bushes, I should say, they were fucking cucks. They were fucking part of the swamp. It was the same fucking thing you got before. It was just. Uh, it was just a name, man. Just they were just rhinos, basically, is what it came down to. Uh, Bush is the first billionaire, I think that I could. I mean, uh, Trump is the first billionaire. I like, sit there and be like, "Yeah, he actually wants to do what's best for the country and for his people, and not himself." And I think that's what a lot of these people are realizing, and that's why you're seeing. I, I think it's going to be a fucking huge swing. I think 2018 is probably going to be a, a landslide. I mean, I was back and forth on it the last couple of months, but I think at this point, after seeing what I saw today, Texas being their huge target and dumping a ton of money into that, it ain't working, man. It ain't fucking working. Well, there's obviously places we still need to look out for. Uh, and with the changing demographics, you know, that's 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 going to be uh, an issue in the future. But, uh, you know, I mean, the party looks pretty strong right now. Um, and it, uh, it's absolutely uh, just funny to watch um, watch the left shoot themselves in the foot. I mean, here's the ridiculous bullshit that, that they're pulling now. Uh, Keith Ellison wears blonde wigs, sings, sings about adult porn star. Um, see if I can get this to play here, but, uh, Keith Ellison, uh, of Minnesota wore a blonde wig while singing a song about president Trump on Friday. Ellison impersonated Trump for roughly three minutes on stage at an event hosted by, uh, men post, uh, you know, Minnesota, Minnesota, Min I, I, I've got my accents mixed up. That was a Trump, but, uh, touching on topics, including blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to play this, uh, and I guess we can stop it at any time, but, um, you know, this is we, we're gonna give it a try. This is this is what they're up to, guys. Like it's this is this is the absolute state of uh, this corrupt, fucked up party. I'm a nice, honest man. I just want straight shooting. If I wanna be called a stable genius, I just call my best friend Vlad Putin. Vlad Putin. My buddy Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, I love that Vladimir Putin, but there was no collusion, I just won the vote fair and square, I didn't buy the election, I just bought off my latest affair, Robert Mueller, I hate that Robert Mueller. I'm firing Robert Mueller. I'm firing Robert Mueller. What good is 130K? I should have paid Stormy more. 
You can stop asking about Comfefe. That's just Russian for porn. Stormy Daniels. I miss you, Stormy Daniels. Stormy Daniels. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get to more of it in a second. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm not sure. Um, I, it's, uh, it seems to me that it's just, um, it's like DNC talking points. We've got Vladimir Putin and Robert Mueller and Stormy Daniels. And like, I'm black as shit. Uh, that's, I, I that's, that's kind of all you, that's kind of all you got. I mean, but this is comedy to these people. This is, you know, it's kind of like these SNL skits now that like all they do is they get like Robert De Niro is playing Mueller on SNL guys. I'm not sure if you know, um, they've got like, who's that? Hey, who's that guy from meet the parents? Uh, Spicky. Uh, I know the guy you're talking about. Uh... Yeah, with the big ears. What is his stupid name? He's a Jewish fella. His dad's famous. His dad was on Seinfeld. He was George's parents. What the fuck is this guy's name? Uh... Oh, it's so annoying to me. And I'm sure chat has it, but like, I'm not looking at that. Um, good fucking Lord. But anyway, that guy, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. <laughs> ben Stiller is the guy. I knew I'd get it eventually. Tropic um Thunder. Yeah. Oh, great movie. Yeah. Yes. But and very funny. Um, and, and oh my God, you canceled the Netflix. I'm like, we're not even going to talk about the stupid Netflix thing, guys. I'm sorry. Like, anybody telling you that they are canceling Netflix never had Netflix. Okay. You're just, you're Nazi signaling. You're just signaling for Nazi points. It's fucking stupid. Like, if you really think that, like, oh yeah, and if you're not in, in tune with why people are uh, up in arms again about Netflix, well, you should have been listening to the show uh, a few months ago when we actually brought up that the uh, Obamas are getting uh, uh, like, they're, they're going to be producing shows and stuff for Netflix. Like yeah, you just, just don't fucking watch it. You know, Arrested Development season five is going to be on Netflix on, on the 29th. Uh, so sorry, I'm going to watch it guys. I guess I, uh, I guess I'm just not white power enough for you, but uh, you were out as you know. Jewish. So, uh, to the, yeah. You know, so there is a strong, my strong Jewish roots there uh, just prevent me from canceling my Netflix, <laughs> you fucking nerds. Um, I, I, I'm interested to see what the rest of this is. This is, the, I mean, this is what they're doing. I mean, like, I, I get it. It's kind of funny. You know, it's like Cafefe is just rushing for porn. That, that's kind of funny. Um, but, you know, this is this is where they're at. This is uh, this is the absolute fucking state of the DNC is you have a representative doing this. And yet, if you remember a while back, uh, the rep that made the song Barack the Magic Negro, that was all big up in arms about that. And that wasn't even like something he was performing live. Great song. Barack the Magic Negro. Uh, pretty funny. At least I think it was a representative. I forget. It's been many years. But uh, we gotta, we'll finish this nightmare of a thing here. Come back, Stormy Daniel. Now there's one guy I can't stand, even though he voted for me. Okay, hold on. I need to I need to comment on the fact that in the video, it is uh, Jeremiah Ellison, the Minneapolis City Council. It was a Minneapolis City Council member who I can only. I mean, I'm not just saying that. You know, of course they're all related, but I think you know they're probably related. But he's just banging on a box and has dreadlocks down to his butthole. Uh, so, you know, yay, Minneapolis there. You got a great city council member. It's probably still better than Cincinnati. I mean, holy shit, but just 
just so everybody knows that is uh and it'll be in the description but that that's it's this guy is in a rasta band he called me unhinged and unfit what is it tim polinty tim polinty football for tim polinty tim polinty good luck running on my popularity I'm a nice, honest man. I hate these national divides. Take those tiki torch guys. Find people on both sides. Both sides. Not by votes on both sides. I should point out that uh, Keith Ellison is uh, the fellow who uh, had the book, the Antifa book, and was like, yay, you know, tweeting it out. So, yeah, okay, you know, you want to you wanna go after those Tiki Torch guys, find people on both sides, like, dude, you outwardly support Antifa. One thing I like about Keith Ellison is, like, he's a huge anti-Semite. Um, that's, <laughs> that's the thing about him. But uh, anyway, we're going to get through this thing, I promise. Good Lord, it's just, you know, this is this is to a whole room of, of journos. This is the this is you know, this is what they're about. But oh, we're gonna get through it. I promise. KKK and Nazis, nice folks on both sides. <laughs> You're right. This land is your land. This land is my land. From California. Okay, we get it, pal. Um, well, this land isn't illegal's land. But uh, I don't know, man. Unfortunately, this isn't like the last uh, last black man playing music that we have going on tonight. Uh, but uh, it, uh, I don't know, Spicky. I mean, it's it uh, just kind of kind of struck me as. Um, like this, this, this is an elected official. This is, this is what he's doing. I mean, I, th I get the attempts to be funny and what have you, but, uh, he's, that's all they have. I mean, I didn't hear, I didn't hear much that, that I liked. I mean, the song was funny. I'll, I'll give them that. That's, that's fine. I guess it's literally better than any SNL cold open that's happened in the past year. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's pretty bad. It's shameful that it's really come to this, uh, it absolutely was a list of Democrat talking points, and it's the last ones they have until they start making other shit up, <laughs> is what it comes down to. Like, this is it. Like, he just sang it for you. Like, uh, this is it. It's all they got. I like uh, how he took. I like how he took the dig at Stormy Daniels a little bit because it's like, bro, but that's like the face of your party. I don't think you understand. <laughs> like, yeah. Stormy Daniels is the democrat party now like that's who they got that's you know that you remember the conspiracy theories about like oh what is the key on her on her thing it's like no it's a penthouse key you fucking retards <laughs> yeah yeah uh the, the face of our party is a fucking cum dumpster perfect that's that's fucking beautiful good that work makes... guys 
it's come to that because of something you fucking made up. Like it's some fucking serious bullshit. <laughs> like yep, that that's true because they never would have uh, they never would have gotten the Michael Cohen raid. Uh, you know, uh, with the whole Stormy Daniels stuff, had they not just made up this bullshit. Uh, you know, with the whole Russia thing. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, it's I, I don't I just I don't know. And we're not done with the absolute lunacy uh, of the Democratic Party. And I want you guys to walk away from this and understand. This is where they're at. Now is our time to attack. This is this is what they're about, dude. And we got another clip for you from uh, speaking nice favorite guy, Al Green, who looks like the fucking Geico caveman. This guy is a lunatic. He is an absolute crazy man, and he just I don't even know what his ethnicity is, but it, it is uh, it is something. But Al Green said, good likelihood Dems will impeach Trump if we retake the House. So if that doesn't motivate you, I don't know what will. But OK, here he is on C-SPAN. The public wants to see some action from Congress. Representative Green, if Democrats take back the House in November, what is the likelihood that a Speaker Nancy Pelosi will bring up an impeachment charge? I'll let Speaker Pelosi address her actions. Um, but here is a point that I think is salient and one that ought to be referenced. Every member of the House is accorded the opportunity to bring up impeachment. This is not something that the Constitution has bestowed upon leadership. It's something that every member has a right and privilege of doing. So I'm not sure that there'll be members who are going to wait for someone else if uh, that someone else, doesn't matter who it is, is uh, declining to do it. Uh, we can all do it. And I think that uh, there's a good likelihood that there will be articles of impeachment. Wait, have you heard directly from this, the, the minority leader about these efforts of yours, specifically to asking you to stop, asking you to hold back, anything along that line? Well, I, I don't think you, you have to ask me whether I've heard. I think uh, it's probably, if you've read publications, it's in I don't think you have to ask me specifically if I've heard. They've just they've repeatedly told me, stop going out there and be like, you know, him and Maxine Waters are like just having lunch together in the in the fucking cafeteria all the time. We're like, impeach 45. Oh, we're going to we're going to get him. We're going to get him. And like they're even the weirdos among the Democratic Party. You know, um, that's it, it, that's that's the whole thing that you're going to run on here um you know it's al green he's a democrat in texas he is a fuck he looks creepy guys google al green and tell me he does not look like the guy cocaine man i'm serious he does it's really weird speaking and i love fucking poking fun at this loser it's intuitively obvious to perhaps even the most casual observer that she and i are in different places on this and i respect her position i have great respect for this the speaker, and I still refer to her as a speaker, once a speaker, always a speaker. Uh, I have great respect for her. I trust that she has uh, a level of respect for me such that uh, she understands that I will do what my conscience dictates as I expect that she will as well. Uh, from our Republican. Okay, buddy. Uh... I don't think that uh, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi has any respect for you. <laughs> You're fucking up their plan here. They can't run on impeach 45. They can't run on it. They can't do it. You got to see the numbers. Spicky, oh my God, we are, well, clearly smarter than Al Green, but um, it's, uh, I, it's, it's, it's something to behold. It's something just to behold this Geico caveman who's like uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm a black looking thing i'm gonna i'm gonna run on i don't like trump he's a racist um this guy is like he votes and makes laws i don't know when the hell are we when the hell are we gonna 
like we we got to just take the you know governor and lieutenant governor thing somewhere i mean like we can just i i don't know what we could do we'll just we'll do something we'll kick we'll run in michigan and like just get everybody get it will just like send tanks to dearborn or something we'll just get trump to send tanks to dearborn i don't know what we'll do uh i i just this guy is i mean he's a guy he's a he, he makes more money than i do has more power than i do and is way more well respected than i am and he's even fucking up his own party right now by saying yeah uh, we'll, we'll impeach trump they don't want him to say that all right. They don't want him to say that. That's not something they can run on. I'm telling you guys, I'm 90% sure what they're going to run on is abortion. That's going to be their thing in November. I think, um, that that's in, if I had to guess right now, that's what it would be. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to make these like giant predictions like that. Uh, but I will, I think that's going to be the thing that they run on. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Uh, but it, uh, they're, they can't run on impeach Trump. And this is this dipwad, this nimrod, this poop hole, this nerd is out there fucking everything's up for him and saying like, oh, Nancy Pelosi has respect for me. He, she does not. She doesn't in the least bit. But that is at least the opinion uh, internally of the Democrats. So that's why it is so important that we win the House. I'm not buying the meme of half term president. It's 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 not going to happen because we're not going to lose the Senate. Um, not that that should stop you from getting out there, campaigning, from voting, uh, from doing exactly what we need to do to make sure that we keep the Senate and hopefully uh, expand our majority in the House. I got a couple bets with some people, um, you know, and 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 they're going to owe me some drinks if we uh, at least keep the majority in the House. So I need you guys to help me there. But this guy is leaking out just information, Spicky. It's fucking retarded. This fucking caveman is so stupid. Yeah, not a good look. I mean, <laughs> uh, still, like, uh, how many more times can they shoot themselves in the foot before gangrene sets in and they fucking lose their leg from, like, the knee down? Uh, stop running retards, guys. It's not, like, if you well, have don't a tell grand... them. Don't tell them. Well, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> if, you, if you don't run these people in the first place, uh, especially big mouth black men and uh they just he's so fucking stupid just so fucking dumb like if nancy pelosi is one of the smartest people in your fucking party you're a little bit fucked uh you're a little bit fucked. <laughs> it's not her fault dude she's 112 years old she's just senile I don't she, there's, care. there's there's she's no a, way no she's a woman that's why she's fucking stupid Nancy okay. Pelosi so, isn't just a woman. She's also a cunt. Wait. <laughs> She's an old woman. Those are the most miserable people on earth. Oh, uh, her, her fucking her fucking chicken neck thing going on. Like, I mean, well, the thing is, if you look up, we've done it before on the show. You look up old pictures of Nancy Pelosi. Whoa, what a looker. And I love her Twitter uh, profile thing because it's clearly from 15 fucking years ago <laughs> it's like you don't look like that bitch we know you she it's just they're all fucking e-girl thoughts through and through dude yeah. like even pelosi <laughs> yeah and, and the thing is like it's funny when she tries to like even if she tries to roll her eyes she's had so much botox it like just doesn't work like her facial expressions are just there's two there's like normal nancy pelosi and then there's like 
this really retarded look where she just starts chewing on gum and she doesn't know what oh to do, what to say. And Those that's are scary. dentures. Those are dentures. I swear she has to have dentures. Because, yeah, that was during the uh, State you of just, the Union. You just chew on those things? I don't know. If you're Nancy Pelosi and you're pissed off and, like, on drugs, I mean, I assume that they're all on meth. Like, the whole country's on meth, I think. Well, that actually sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is America. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, I, she, I mean, how many more times are they going to shoot themselves in the foot? Uh, you 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 can't run on impeaching a guy that literally every single fucking day something else comes out where it's like, oh, uh, okay, you guys lied about this. Uh, you guys lied about that to try to bust him. You, oh, you set this trap. Oh, you had an FBI informant in his campaign. And I guess they'd be like, yeah, we're going to impeach him. What's, uh, yeah, we're going to vote for us in uh, 2018. What the fuck are you thinking? Like, you know? there's nothing there's nothing there to impeach him why are you trying why are you saying that to begin with well because al green is stupid and i think he's leaking out like lunchroom conversations because he's just this 85 iq dick butt that can't do anything right you know he's just a retard and this is what they're talking about internally of course but you know he's not supposed to come out and say it uh i mean if they retake the house that app this is why it's the most important midterm of your lives is yeah if they retake the house they will draw up orders uh, articles of impeachment and they will do it immediately um I, I don't necessarily know that that's gonna lead to the impeachment of donald trump but when trump himself is saying like look at what they're saying you know uh he's just leaking out like you know lock <laughs> like the uh uh I, not locker room. I mean, whatever. It, I, I think that it works. You know, the cafeteria talk. Because you know, like, you know, the, the Democrats sit on one side and the Republicans sit on the other and they're like, do you hear Nancy's a slut? <gasps> what? No, who'd she sleep with? You know, I mean, they're, they're, they're pieces of shit. These people are really stupid. The days of uh, anybody that's young that's listening to this, uh, the, the days are over where you should think that these people are somehow smart. They're not. They're not. And you should run. If you've got no skeletons in your closet, you need to get involved with the GOP immediately and uh, help out on campaigns. And if you really want to, you should run um, as soon as you're able to, because we need you there first and foremost. And secondly, uh, if you listen to this show, you're probably, you know, not a complete idiot. Um, well, you might be. I mean, let, let's be honest. I mean, we're not the highest IQ show out there or anything, but if you're if, if you're going to be doing the you know the public service like that you're you're going to be smarter than al green you know i i don't even care if you're black like all of the black people that i know are smarter than al green um and you're smarter than every democrat like that's just that's just a fact these uh these people are fucking retards dude i don't know um you ready to move on to uh some fun stuff and then some fucked up stuff here spixter oh is it more black news Oh, dude, we have so much fucking black news. Right, right. Vital insight from a neat and an eighty-eight dollar soup. Kendra Kamar. Hey, buddy. Kendra Kamar rebukes white fan who rapped the n-word on stage with him. 
In American society, it is widely acknowledged that white people should not say the N-word, nor should they rap it, nor should they rap it on stage at a Kendrick Lamar performance in front of thousands of people. One white-appearing woman, thank you, San Francisco Gate, identified in a video as Delaney, learned that lesson in a very public way at Alabama's Hangout Festival on Sunday. Lamar invited Delaney on stage during his song Mad City, which is a really good song. Uh, which chronicles the rapper uh, and recent Pulitzer Prize winner, his experience growing up in Compton. First and foremost, let's stop right there. Uh, Kendrick Lamar has a Pulitzer Prize. I didn't know that they gave that out for Monkey Noises. Uh, I thought it was it had nothing to do with the uh, chimping out on stage. Uh, honestly, I, I've I, I've never even fucking heard this guy's fucking music. Not that I know of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Kendrick Lamar. He did the one. It was like the whole. I I think what he got it for was the whole. We gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. The whole black Black Lives Matter kind of anthem thing uh, mm -hmm. that they always like to chant. Um, yeah, but okay. So I'm gonna play the clip here. Uh, and you'll 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 know the song, I think, and hopefully we don't get you know uh, Kendrick Lamar's label like you know trying to make money off of this video. But if they do, I mean, you know, fine, uh, that'd be funny. But uh, here it is, it's about two minutes twenty seconds. We're not gonna listen to the whole thing. Are you ready? You ready? What's your name? Make some noise for the lady. She said, where we started at? I told you every time. Swear I got you. Okay, so she thinks she's being cool. Like, oh, I got you. Like, I, you know, whatever. Um, she's fat, by the way, guys. Like, I mean, you can you can see the video. We'll put it in the uh, uh, in the show notes. But uh, uh, yeah, she she's she's a fat girl. You know, she's a little overweight. She's young. I would say. I don't know, Spicky. How old do you think this girl is? Have, have you seen the video? Uh, I I'd say early twenties. She's still she's so baby faced, and it's not yeah. just because she's chubby. You know, she's like she's a baby faced girl. This is a young girl. What do you what do you think? How I I'd say. 22 is pushing it uh i was gonna say uh 20 to 24 somewhere in there yeah. but uh she's fat it's really hard to tell it's really hard to tell these days anyways i don't know she could be fucking 15 she could be 40 for all i know well i'm fucking 30 and uh i i you know i don't look at noise bit you're jewish hey that is true yeah i am very proud of my uh rich jewish ancestry um, um, <laughs> uh, I want people to believe that so bad. I got to start wearing the yarmulke on the show. Like that'll be fucking hilarious. But okay, so here we go. So she's on stage. Um, this this twenty early twenties fat girl. Um, with Kendrick Lamar, she obviously likes the guy enough to pay whatever it costs to go to this guy's concerts. Uh, and honestly, looking at the crowd from the shot of the crowd of the cell phone video, a lot of white folks there. Uh, which Good Kid, Mad City is a good album. Like it's it's good. Speaking Yada, Yada, listen to it. It's a good album. Um, but okay, we'll go on. I rules and clips all got along. They probably got me down by the end of the song. Are you ready? 
Sing like the whole city go against me Every time I'm in the street, I get Wait, 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 wait. Did you hear her say it? She said nigga. Uh, she said nigga. Now, she didn't say the first one. Um, and I can't imagine the immense pressure that this girl probably felt. I mean, she's in front of it. It's a very big crowd. Uh, but she didn't say the first one. I don't know. Maybe she was warming up or whatever. But, but she did say the other ones. Uh, and this, this is when uh, Kendrick decided to say, wait, 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 and stop the music. And here's what happened. Wait, 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 wait. Listen to that crowd booing this this little girl. Well, I mean, little in age. She's very girthy. But uh, okay. She says there, "Am I not cool enough for you, bro? What's up?" Um, which. Somebody, somebody introduced this girl with some better music. I mean, honestly, like Kanye wouldn't give a shit. But you know, whatever. Did you hear that, Spicky? Fuck you, bitch! From the audience, they they're turning on her instantly, and that didn't sound like a black person. But you know, we'll go on. You gotta blink one single word no. though. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I do it? Yeah, you did it. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Should she stay up here, y'all? No, no, she shouldn't stay up here. No, no. It gets worse. We'll we'll do this out and the, and then I've I've got news for you, but um so that's the way it goes on um you know good song or whatever but guys here is the fucked up part and i found this out He's done this before. Kendrick Lamar has done this before. He has brought up white people on stage and then reprimanded them for saying nigga. This is an act. This is public humiliation of white people. So, Kendrick Lamar, nigga, fuck you. It is planned. And it is deliberate, and it is wrong. So one, I uh, I wait for my diss track called "Nigga" to drop on Kendrick uh, because I am a better rapper than you. My beats are better than any of your producers anyway. But um, the public humiliation of young white women just to prove a political point. Listen, I was never the biggest Kendrick Lamar fan after Good Kid, Mad City, but because uh, that second, like, what was it, Butterfly or whatever that album was, was fucking bad. 
Like you can't do a jazz album. Like you're just you're bad. But he is he is dragging up fans, fans of his. It would be like if we, which we would probably do, actually. Okay, that's a bad example. I was going to say having fans of this show on just to humiliate them, but we might do that. But it would be in a good way, and we might, you know, send you money afterwards or something like that. I don't know. Uh, with Spicky's, you know, uh, $800,000 a year from, from the feds or, like, you know, my Jewish banking ties. Like, uh, but that that is the whole point of this. This isn't the first time that he's done this. He's done it several times. He brings up white people on stage and then says, you can't say nigga. Well, nigga, I, I, I got news for you. We're, we're going to say it. She's a fan of your music and you will not regulate our speech. Uh, you, you, it's, I, I don't think it is prudent for many white folks to run around saying the N word, nor do I think it is prudent for black folks. But in the context of a song, I'm going to say it. I love the uh, Jay-Z song, um, uh, The Story of OJ. You know, rich nigga, poor nigga, field nigga, house nigga, still nigga. I like it. It's a good song. And I, I, I would, I'd rap it to Jay-Z. And also, I'd also ask him why he's not hanging out with Kanye. But this, this public humiliation to prove a political point Shows me that Kendrick Lamar is the biggest piece of shit. What a fucking asshole, Spicky. What the fuck? Yeah, that's that's bullshit. Like I said, I don't know if I've... I mean, I'm sure I have, you know, been to nightclubs plenty of times. Uh, I'm sure I've heard his shit. Not real memorable to me. I mean, he's no Kid Cudi or he's no fucking flow rider to me. You know what I mean? He doesn't, he doesn't fucking... <laughs> Welcome to my house. <laughs> he's... Dude... That guy's fucking awesome. He is awesome. But he's fucking he doesn't. Could you imagine Flo Rida doing this? No, no. I can I, see I, him I doing the exact opposite. Be like, why aren't you saying it? Uh, yeah, I was, Tupac, do you think Tupac would do this shit? I don't know what Tupac would do, but Tupac was pretty whitewashed. Uh, if you actually, if black people don't know this, but if you look at the history of Tupac, he was, you know, he was an artsy fucking. He was a pretty whitewashed fellow. Um, he, he was, but I mean, he was also, you know, it, it, what what Kendrick Lamar doesn't want you saying nigga in the car. Is that what he He doesn't want it. I mean, is that what he's getting here? He doesn't want white fans because it's the second time he's done it uh, that we know of. Right. Well, uh, well, let me let me tell you the political point from Kendrick Lamar's 85 IQ bitch little mind. And uh, it, it, this is the point he's trying to prove is that white people do say it in the car. I imagine that that is what he's trying to prove right now is that white people do say it in the car. Well, don't write it. If you don't want people to say it, don't fucking write it. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. Uh, there's this great song. I forget who it's by, but it's uh, called I'm not racist. by this black guy and he does it from the white guy wearing a Trump hat perspective. I think everybody, and then, you know, his perspective and, and uh, you know, it's like, Oh, we should all get along and like race. Yeah. Race don't reel and all that gay shit. Right. Um, I, I I think that I, I I think that what in that song he says like you know um, like when you say it there's a double meaning and like all that I think that is the point that this big brained nibba is trying to prove when in reality 
Uh, and you'll see these takes from small accounts on Twitter and things like that. And then they get banned instantly or they get bombarded or possibly doxxed and have their fucking lives ruined. People that legitimately are not racist. I am a racist. Uh, I've, Hashtag me too. Yeah. I mean, we, we are racist. Okay. Uh, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm rather proud of it. Um, you know, I'm an actual racist and, uh, that doesn't mean that I hate these people. It just means that I, uh, don't want to be around them. And they don't want to be around me. But what he says in the song, he goes, you know, there's a double meaning, uh, you know, behind it when you say it and whatever. But he makes an excuse. He's like, yeah, we say it, but that's just how we treat each other or whatever. Um, I'm not going to go up to random black people and say, what's up, nigga? But I'll say it a thousand times. I don't feel uncomfortable saying it with the hard arm. That's eh, that's reserved for anger. Uh, to some of these people. And I, I say that too. Oh man, do I say that too? I say it all the time. Uh, it's, uh, it's just going to have to be a thing that they're going to have to deal with. But to make it a, an example that all white people say it, don't write it, dummy. Don't write it. If you don't want me to sing it along in, in your, in your song, like you can't, <sighs> But the, 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 I'm sorry, the take that, uh, you know, gets people banned and stuff like that is that, you know why they get mad about it, Spicky. It's just to play mad. It's just so that they can be the victim for the umpteenth fucking time and skirt all their responsibilities as human being and have to control their fucking emotions. I, I you know, if somebody calls me a cracker, uh, I don't care. If they say it in a, in a in a hateful way, I'm like, okay, that doesn't affect me. I do get that you are being, you know, uh, not racially biased, but racially angry towards me. Uh, so, yeah, I'm more than likely that's going to piss me off, too, because it's like, okay, fuck you. You know, and then you're going to you're going to hear me. We have so many better racial slurs than they do uh, for us. But and. I don't know. I mean, nothing, nothing hits me anymore. I mean, with the, with the fucking, I, I, I exist online. I mean, you, there's nothing you can do to fucking hurt my feelings. I mean, you all hurt my feelings when you're mean to me on the Twitter, but, um, you know, I'm mean to you too. So it doesn't really matter, but it's, it's just a, it's just to, to, to make excuses. They aren't actually hurt by this. This has nothing to do with 400 years of slavery. It's uh, it's bullshit. And this is this is what Kendrick Lamar is trying to do and, and uh, send that message that all white people say it. Uh, and we do. We absolutely do. And we use the hard R most of the time because you, you people can't fucking drive. But and we say you people, too, because you're not our people. But he wants to publicly humiliate young white women to do it. I would not be fine if, you know, we were trying to send a political point and publicly humiliating, you know, young non-white women. I would think that, that would be a very shitty way of going about things because let's be honest, we're way smarter than, than to do that. But this is all this fucking asshole has in his, uh, in his little cannon to get his, uh, point across and, um, society's okay with it. You know, you've got the left that's totally okay with this. Uh, and they're not talking about, I mean, he won a Pulitzer prize. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, I can't imagine. But yeah, there's there's faggots like Jack Dorsey that are sitting there retweeting shit like this, like praising, oh, what a fucking great activist, whatever. 
if it was me up on that stage uh, and he called me up there to go sing that song and he tried to humiliate me like that, I would have used the hard R right afterwards and we probably <laughs> would have tossed hands. I don't give a fuck how much of a hand of a fan of his I am. I, I would have been fucking pissed. Yeah. Uh, she kind of played it off like pretty cool. Like, oh, shit. You know, kind of like almost it was staged kind of deal. Uh, I'm not going to go like full blown conspiracy theorist, but it was almost like she was like she knew how to play it off. You know, um, yeah. she did well, such she's a good a, job. She's a kid in front of thousands of people. You know, I mean, this is tens of thousands of people. I mean, Kendrick Lamar is a. He's a star, man. I mean, he's a big name, you know. Uh, and it's yeah. that, I mean, the whole point of it was uh, to send a political point, and uh, or at least in my opinion, I don't know if you if you talk to him, he might say something different. But uh, we've got a little uh, quote here. Um, uh, let me see. I think that's right. Uh, Lamar allowed the visibly embarrassed woman to stay on the stage and restart the song. Delaney sang along once more, this time with the racial epithets uh, noticeably absent. Yeah, then don't write them on your song, butt face. You fucking boot-lipped fucking dick. Critics have long debated whether it's appropriate for white people to... Okay, okay, not critics, guys. Fart sniffers have long debated whether it's appropriate for white people to sing or rap the N-word if it appears in song lyrics. Uh, given the historical use of the word as a racial epithet, many believe a white person should avoid saying the word in any context. Like, I mean, that I can agree with that. You probably shouldn't go around saying uh, nobody should. Um, it, just because it just pisses people off. I have no problem with the word itself, but like, you know, if you're at work, like, is that really the lunch conversation that you want to have? But if it's in a song, eh, I don't care. Or if they're being really annoying, like, then you can say it too. Or if you just feel like it, or if they're in the room with you, all of those things. But uh, on a November tourist up for his book, we were eight years in power. Uh, see, oh my gosh, Atlantic columnist and author Tanahasi Coates said he sees the word as a teaching moment for white people. So this is this is what he was doing. When you're white in this country, you're taught that everything belongs to you. You're goddamn right it does. Uh, you think that you have a right to everything? We do. You have a right to go where you want to go, uh, do what you want to do, be however, and people just accommodate themselves to you. That's because we're the majority race in the country. Why do you think that we don't want to not be the majority race in the country, dumbass? Well, I mean, besides that, everything would crumble, but, you know, whatever. Uh, he continued, the experience of being a hip-hop fan is uh, not being able to use the word in and they they don't even say it here is actually very very insightful it will give you just a peek into the world of what it means to be black <laughs> what <laughs> because to be black is to walk through the world and watch people doing things that you cannot do yeah okay look people with that okay that gives me a peek into uh having fucking down syndrome all right i i walk around all the time and i see really smart people and I don't know what to, I, I'm like, how the fuck did, how the fuck did Elon Musk con the government to give him $500 million? Like, I don't, I don't know. You know, I'm not smart enough to do that, but okay. So yeah, yeah, I'll bet uh, it is rough being black because you're functionally fucking retarded. Uh, because to be black is to walk through the world and watch people doing things that you cannot do, uh, that you cannot join in and do, you know, like fucking raise a family <laughs> so i think there's actually a lot to be learned from refraining that is the most like big brained nibbetry uh take that you could have on this like that's uh, i i don't know man 
I don't know. I mean, that's just fucking stupid. I, the, what I take from that is, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. I watch a lot of really smart uh, people and, and hardworking and successful people that I'm not. And I go, how the fuck did they do that? I couldn't do that because, well, I have certain, uh, you know, limitations to what I'm capable of. Uh, it must be rough being black. I agree. Uh, and the only smart, you know, the right side of the bell curve blacks, they especially have it rough, you know, like that's, they especially have it rough. Uh, cause unless you can rap or play basketball, I mean, that's where your talents end. It's, uh, yeah, that must be really hard. I completely agree that that must've been, that, that, that must be really rough to look around and go, why can't I do that? It's not because you're black. It's because you're stupid. It's because you're lazy. It's because you don't try hard enough because you have that mentality. All right? Like, yeah, it's awesome being white. It's awesome because my ancestors, the Dutch, built this country. And then my ancestors, the Irish, well, they, they fucked a lot of stuff up. But it's pretty fucking cool being white. And you've got so much just a leg up, a leg up, a leg up. And, um... You know, it's not going to be there forever, dumbass. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to say nigga. Um, a lot of my favorite songs say it. So I'm going to. I don't know, Speaky, you got anything else before we do the last one? Uh, yeah, I think by wrapping that shit publicly and uh, putting on something that I pay for, that absolutely entitles me the right to say it exactly how you do. No special circumstances there. I didn't buy the fucking parental advisory version, you fucking nigga. <laughs> that, that one was hard. Trouble. Yeah, I know. I know. That was that was hard to refrain. I, uh, I, uh, I I did my best. Oh well. I mean, I don't know. It's just. I mean, it is what it is. I I don't know. From the OIWD studios, this is Right to Brighton. You might have been wondering where that last story was. Well, we've got something from the Star Tribune, and this was given to me by an OIWD uh, associate, and I, I want to thank her very much for it. Um, Lady Wheatfield turned, uh, turned me on to this. Somali child care providers push back against fraud or uh, and terrorist allegations. Okay, first of all, what the fuck? So let me start from the beginning before we get into this Star Tribune thing, which I love how Anprim their logo is. It's just this like <laughs> this is like green star, um, you know. And we're gonna start doing Anprim tonight uh, at some point. Uh, maybe that's what we'll call the free for alls afterwards. But so in Minnesota uh, and all throughout the country, there is the government gives money to child care providers. So babysitters, essentially anywhere you go and you put your kid while you go to work or whatever for all the fucking single moms. I mean, we're talking about blacks and immigrants and stuff like that, mainly and like, you know, meth addicted white people. And no, I mean, no, that's, that's, that's not fair either. I mean, there's a lot of people that do use these services that need to use these services and, and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not, I'm not trying to say this bad. Uh, I'm just saying that it, a lot of these are run by fucking Muslims. And uh, then they found out what the heck uh, a lot of this, like people just show up and they'll, they'll show up for five minutes uh, or sometimes won't even bring their kids and they're handed money envelopes that they assume has have money in it. And then they're billing, uh, billing it for the whole day. 
and people were getting kickbacks and all of these things. You can go look it up. Uh, it's, it's this Minnesota uh, thing where they have a lot of a lot of Somalis. Um, there's a lot of Somali migrants in Minnesota, which is funny because you wouldn't think that they'd be able to survive in such a cold climate, but I guess they have all of that extra, you know, hoods and shit, right? Uh, but uh, that that hits hits the news, and then it's like, wait. Where is a lot of this money going? Well, it turns out that a lot of it was going overseas and several sources said that there's a good chance that it was going to fund fucking terrorists. So there you go yet again with the U.S. government inadvertently funding terrorism. And funnily enough, it's because we have this ridiculous policy of letting in these quote unquote refugees. But let me, uh, this was, this one's kind of short. I can get through most of it. Um, I can't pronounce the name, so we're just going to call her uh, Fuzzy Face. Fuzzy Face welled up with anger uh, at a Senate committee hearing last week as she watched speaker after speaker accuse Somali-owned child care centers of defrauding the state and, even worse, diverting money meant for poor families to fund terrorist groups overseas. Why were we not allowed to testify, asked Funny Face, who was a uh, Fuzzy Face, who was a Somali-American and owns a daycare center in Minneapolis and sat near the the front row at the hearing we are being scapegoat and vilified for political reasons it is disgusting i don't know whether russian i'm gonna quit doing the accent it's late as a co-founder of minnesota's largest association of minority-owned daycare providers fuzzy face has spent much of the past three years trying to change public perceptions of their businesses she started at a difficult time a series of high-profile criminal prosecutions involving somali-owned daycares put the industry on the defensive and led to heightened scrutiny from the state regulators found incidents of overbilling and that some providers were recruiting parents as employees on the condition that they enroll their children using public subsidies since then, her organization has pushed to shore up, uh, shore up quality of educating providers on regularity compliance and expanding participation in Minnesota's child care quality rating system. Guys, it's not their fault. They didn't know that they were supposed to fund terrorists. It's, our, it's, it's America just being so fucking terrible to them. They didn't know any better. They're just, they're, they're just migrants looking for a better life and to send money overseas to people that hate us. It's, it's, it's not their fault. They're not animals. They're not monsters. No, it is, it is our fault. I mean, I can't believe that anybody would take a, a position to the opposite of that. It has also attacked the stigma head on by kicking out owners suspected of fraud. Her group, the Minnesota Minority Child Care Association, even worked with state officials on ways to detect and fraud, uh, detect fraud and kickbacks. Guys, there's one person here that's trying to assimilate. So some of your money's just going to have to go overseas so that people can blow people up. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yet Fuzzy Face and other Somali daycare owners feel their voices have gone largely ignored in the wake of a recent television news report suggesting rampant fraud in the state's child care subsidy program. The widely publicized report alleged that Minnesota refugee families are taking suitcases full of cash to Somalia and Middle Eastern countries where terrorist groups are active. The report has roiled Somali uh, daycare operators and their family clients across the state just as many felt they were uh, finally being uh, beginning to emerge from the cloud of suspicion in April 2016, some other fucking person uh, of Minneapolis and some second other person with a crazy name 
of New Hope, New Hope were charged with an extended fraud against the child care assistance program. Using secret cameras, investigators found 1,673 incidents in which their daycare center claimed children were in attendance when records showed that they were actually absent. A half dozen similar cases led to a series of meetings between the State Department of Human Services, which administrators, the child subsidy program and the child care providers who serve Somali children, as well as training sessions to educate providers about licensing rules and blah, blah, blah. Again, it's not their fault, guys. It's not their fault. They just didn't know that they were supposed to that they were committing fraud. They didn't know that they were just supposed to, like, not take fucking you know, money from the government and send it to terrorists. And I'm not going to read the rest of it. This is fucking stupid. But this is the gist of it. And this is what the Star Tribune, Tribune is, is trying to just paint. It's like, oh, this poor lady. I can't believe that anybody would. I can't believe anybody would think like that. Look, all it takes is most. Don't tell me I'm painting in a broad brush because uh, that's how we notice patterns. And I don't care. I'm sure this lady might not be uh, funding terrorist organizations. But I don't care. You're an outsider. And you don't need to uh, be in charge of kids anyway, first of all, because I, I don't even know about the call to prayer. I mean, we didn't even get to the new fucking head of Fox. It's uh, it's it's something to behold, Spicky. I mean, this is the price of, of, of diversity, you know. And it's like, this poor lady, this poor lady. I mean, never mind the, the just countless dollars sent to fund people who hate us. Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, she seems like a real nice lady to me and we should definitely just keep on stumping money in, in, into this, you know, why the fuck not? Right. Yeah. Hey, let's, uh, let's fund the people, which is ultimately what we're doing, who are killing other people. So we get involved in a war so they can kill us. Doesn't that make sense? Isn't that a fucking great strategy? Isn't that how you win? This is America. <laughs> yeah. Why the fuck is this even an option? Um, importing these people, most of them are savages. They don't give a fuck about your way of life. They're... Uh-oh. You cut out. They're going to do what they... Uh-oh. old shithole. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um... Oh no! Oh, learn somebody else. It's gonna be. It, 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 it's more or less that they're they're gonna they're gonna come from uh, directly from Somalia here, keep their same culture, and they don't give a fuck about you. Uh, <laughs> they still have family back there. Uh, whether it's quote unquote uh, making the money here and then quote-unquote, feeding their family back there, whatever. I mean, they're going to keep doing it's the same fucking thing the Mexicans do. A lot of Mexican men come work here illegally. They send the money back home, and that's how they provide for their families. This is different. This is uh, terrorism. <laughs> this is one case. Well, I, dude, I mean, here's the thing, too. Fuzzy Face challenges the idea that uh, Somali daycare owners are enriching themselves through uh, state uh, child care subsidies. And I, I'm sorry, I think I misspoke earlier. I mean, it's the state pays them. I mean, they get federal funding, guys. Uh, yeah. The monthly subsidies, which amount to about $600 per child. 
do not cover the cost of one-on-one -on -one tutoring meals, the volumes of coursework and other learning accessories, including more than three dozen iPads. Look, and this, RPGs. right. I mean that, you know, and whatever like fucking coin dozer games they're playing on there. But like, look, she, she may be, uh, you know, on the up and up, but the thing is, I mean, they're, they're using this as like, I mean, no white person is going to take their uh, kid, you know, unless they're one of these virtue signaling fart sniffing fuck faces, they're not going to take their white kid over there. This is just daycare. This is just government run fuck, uh, government subsidized daycare for, you know, more Muslims and shit like that. They're, they are taking over. They are taking over this country and they are using your money. This is government sanctioned invasion. And uh, we're going to just take care of them the whole fucking way. This is all these people do. That's all they do. She might be on the up and up. That's fine. But at the end of the day, I'd like to see what her uh, quote unquote classroom looks like. Her little daycare center looks like it's, it's going to be a bunch of fucking muzzies and, and, you know, I'm sorry. I you are not native to this land. You are a foreigner. You are not part of America, and Muslims never will be. And as long as I have my say, as long as we're on the air, Muslims will never be part of America. And who's paying for it? White people. That's who's paying for it. Americans are paying for it. real Americans. Americans are white and blacks. I mean, we got blacks. We got to, we got to let them in, but, and you know, three different types of Christian is basically all you can be, or you can be an atheist if you want, but this, that's all it is. That's, that's fucking all it is. And then they're taking the money and sending it off to fund people that, that hate us. This is something that, uh, this, this story is not getting enough play. I don't think enough people actually know about it. It's kind of a big one. It's a great talking point and we ought to use it. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I mean, it's, this is one case. Yeah. Oh, it's happening one, all over the country. Yeah. It, it, this, this shit happens all the fucking time. Uh, I know personally of instances where, Mexicans are making uh, a, a fair share here and sending it back home where that money just quadruples. Yeah. And God yeah. knows, I mean, how much of it's actually going to the cartels and all those people pumping drugs uh, over into the country. We have a great uh, rundown of the opioid crisis coming up on the Sunday show. Um, if you want to get a look ahead uh, on it, look up uh, Mortimer Sackler. Um it, uh, it it's, you know, I mean, none of this is good and none of this helps Americans and none of it helps America. I mean, this is, uh, it's, it's just ridiculous. Um, so I don't know. You got anything else on this? Uh, because I think we were about that time and we're going to be hitting the, um, hitting the after show soon. Um, uh, while everything, everything runs, uh, you got, you got anything else? Is there anything we missed? I feel like there's still so much news that we missed. We're going to have to put till next, uh, next episode. Uh, I don't think so, but I, I do want to say to, there's a lot of fucking people that DM me today and, uh, yesterday and I, the day, day before yesterday, uh, thanking me or whatever. Don't fucking thank me guys. I mean, it's it, honestly, I appreciate it. I really do. Um, I'm not going to stop. I, I'm not going to fucking stop the, the whole point of this. I want them to come for me. I've been doing this for two you're years. Talk, you're talking about uh, hashtag docs journalists. Yes. Uh, there's there's no fuck. They're not going to find me. I mean, it doesn't fucking matter. Don't thank me. I'm, I'm just doing what anybody would who has 
uh, my skill set, my lack of fear. That's it. That's all I'm fucking doing. Uh, it's nothing. <laughs> I like the humble brag at the end and my lack of fear. It is. I mean, it, it, it really is. I mean, I, I, I don't come for me. If, if I get doxxed, I will lose nothing. Dude, I wouldn't lose sleep over it. I wouldn't break sweat. I would, I would do nothing. I don't care. Um, let you're them just come for me. You're just, you know, all we're out here to do is good journalism, you know? So, at, uh, you know, that's, I, that's the way that it is, guys. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it, guys. But realistically, I mean, I didn't have enough time to get back to everybody who DM'd me. Uh, I most likely won't. I appreciate it, but you don't need to thank me. I mean, this is what I've been doing, really, for... A while. Just, just take action. You know, we've got uh, we've got good stuff coming up. Um, keep going with the campaign that we have now. Um, be journalist yourself. Be citizen journalist. And, uh, you know, expose the uh, bias leftist media. Uh, and, you know, like, uh, if you got time to, you know, if you happen to see one of them at the Whole Foods or something like that, I mean, you know, why not ask them a few questions? Because you're journalists yourselves. All of you as listeners are part of the OIWT journalism team and uh that's what we're going to be all about for for the next month or so guys go ahead and keep paying attention to those primaries go ahead and uh, go out there you need to find your candidate in your area for uh for the house um you need to make phone calls okay uh if you if you got a um if you got a good senator uh you know over there, that that's who you need to be helping out as well but the house is important and um, I guess that is the uh, that is the program for this evening. Uh, we uh, for for the commuters, this is incentive to go ahead and listen to the live show. We do have a free for all afterwards. Um, just kind of an open forum of everybody. Uh, but uh, I guess until then, man, um, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and uh, peel out here and do some donuts in the parking lot.